What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Fuck Anxiety Podcast. This is Chase Scroggins, and today I have a phenomenal guest for you guys, uh, somebody that uh, I didn't directly meet her back in, in, what is it, February? There was this event in Dallas. Was it April? Oh, April, okay. <laughs> it was April, and um, I saw this person, but I didn't meet her until just on the phone the other day. But this is somebody who is bringing a complete twist to this podcast. We've never had a guest like her. Uh, but without further ado, her name is Reagan Toma. She's the CEO, the owner of Cotty Wample Love. And she is a self-healing and self-help expert who she's going to let you tell. She's going to tell you exactly what she does. But I wanted to have her on this podcast because she brings something very unique to the table. It's something that's not being talked about a lot. You know, I've, t I've told you guys on this podcast how, you know, mental health awareness is becoming such a trend, but there's such a missing piece. And in my opinion, with, with uh, Reagan on here, with me on here together, we're going to give you guys that missing piece. So what's up, Reagan? How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I am doing amazing. Um, I know. So the other day, we talked probably for an hour, uh, which was supposed to just be an introductory call. It was supposed to be, hey, what are we going to go over on this podcast? And we ended up talking about just the most beautiful stuff and stuff that I thought was extremely complex. And Reagan was like, hey, actually, if you think about it, it's actually very simple stuff. We've just complicated stuff. Um, you know, humans have complicated stuff throughout the time that we've been here. Yeah, like with so, the knowledge, all that stuff. Absolutely. So uh, why don't you just go ahead and, and tell us a little you know, bit about what you do? So I am, I was a Pilates instructor for over 10 years. And so I think that's where I get a lot of this different perspective from. You know, people think that Pilates is just like another form of exercise. But, you know, Joseph Pilates, you know, he created, created his method in the 1940s and it was so cutting edge. And he was, you know, his ultimate goal was uniform develop of the mind, body and soul and, and world peace. That's really what he wanted was world peace. You know, he was a product of war, of pollution, of all those things that were going, you know, on in, in those days. And it's not too different now. You know, he thought modern society and the pollution and the hustle and bustle and the noise and not connecting with nature all things that we we experience now but even way more so and so you know it it really changed my philosophy not just regarding physical fitness as i was you know a competitive athlete marathon runner um so and it took me getting injured very seriously and you know looking at not being able to move and what not having movement in my life would look like for me to really start honoring the body and and kind of its more natural components like what it what it needs so that's how I got that go ahead oh I tore my ACL uh skiing and you know, I, six weeks after my surgery, I was running again to get into back to my cross country season at college. And 
you know, really, really pushed it. Like in my mind, pushing was better. Like the more you could do, the stronger you were was the better you were, you know, like it, it made me have some value that, that I had created, you know, mm -hmm. doing more and pushing your body more isn't necessarily better. Okay. That makes sense. And not just yeah, in the physical, that's, that's not just in fitness. Yeah. yeah. Not just in fitness. I mean, emotionally our work wise, you know, now we're, now we're inundated with all kinds of stimulation. You know, back then it was just like sitting, driving, noise, you know, disconnect from nature. Now, you know, with technology and everything, you know, it's, it actually disrupts our, our systems. You know, it's overstimulation. It has been proven to change, you know, how we react and interact and, and, process things through our brain and our nervous system. And so I think that these are very real things to take into consideration and things like anxiety to me, I think the conversation should be changed a little bit around it because it's not, I'm so happy about the mental illness awareness and all that stuff. And that's so important and that's something to deal with too. But I think anxiety is, maybe a natural response to the way we're living. Wow. And like without, like in, when we would have been wild, right? All these things would have been built into our daily lives. So, you know, you have the fight or flight, right? You get revved up and then we would have retreated back into a place of quiet until our levels would have, you know, uh, calmed down and reacclimated to that normal. And now we're sort of stuck in a fight or flight constant state. Mm -hmm. And so you, you have to build in downtime or you have to build in, you know, connecting with yourself and source energy. You know, you have to make time to do fitness, which is something that would have been normal, natural, innate, to our lives that now we actually have to go carve out time in our life for it. Let's go. We are not wasting <laughs> time here. That's what I'm talking about. I told you guys, Reagan is amazing and she is just full of knowledge. So let's, I wrote down a few notes through all of that. Let's start to dive deep. Uh, it was very easy for us to do that the other day without any sort of structure. So I can only imagine what we're going to get into on this podcast. So um, real quick, a few ideas I want to throw at you. So we, you, you mentioned balance. Uh, you mm -hmm. mentioned uh, we're losing touch with nature. You mentioned how technology can lead to overstimulation. So mm -hmm. tell us about with those things in mind, balance, connecting to nature, technology, overstimulation, you know, through, through your company and also through your own personal experience with Pilates and yoga, um, you know, how, or what would you say has helped you with finding more balance, connecting to nature, um, offsetting the overstimulation from technology? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, for starters, like a lot of even though my beliefs around balance and stuff like that come in the form of exercise, you know, it's a much more uh, 
esoteric philosophy that I have regarding life. And so I think, yes, like dealing with anxiety, dealing with energy, dealing with that overstimulation, you do definitely have to release it. And I would say most people know that that's like a number one defense. Like, yeah, I should be getting the energy out. I should be working out. But I think, you know, I think we need to think about what working out looks like, what healthy looks like, you know, if you just go and you just work out pet muscles compartmentalized, you're going to create impediments in your body where the energy gets stuck because this is too tight and pulling on this bone. So Pilates taught me to AC energy moving through the body. It would really be force, you know, like our weight transfer and how we distribute force through our body. And so I became aware of like, seeing and feeling the energy flow. And then the other thing was realizing how important alignment was because your organs aren't going to function properly if your bones are being pulled out of alignment by tight muscles, right? Your nervous system isn't going to work as efficiently. You know, it's going to get impeded. And so especially with the way we sit now, the way we have our computers, the way we have our phones, all of those things put strain on our our neuromuscular connections and the way they're able to fire and, and move through the body. And the other thing it gets in the way with is like our breath, you know, because our shoulders are a little bit more rounded forward and then the tightness in our chest kind of uh, pulls our lungs down. Yeah. So, wow. so we're all in a natural state of like having a hard time to breathe to begin with. So I like to kind of, I kind of like to tell people to be, more, less rigid, less rigid in their thinking, less rigid in their body and more balanced. Right. So like, it's not all about like, I've got to, I got to get up to those weights all the time. You know, I got to stronger, stronger, stronger. I've got to run. You know, there's a time and a place for your hard push workouts. Right. But then what about the other side of you? I mean, you have to balance. It's like physics, right? Equal and opposite reaction. You need the same force, equal and opposite. What is it? Equal yeah i know what you're saying it's like uh, <laughs> any action will cause an equal but cool. opposite reaction sometimes. right so if you're gonna go like okay i went hiking and i i scaled a peak and it was an eight miles several hours long the other day okay well yeah i could take the next day off and i i sort of did but then there's other ways to care for your body and your mind and your system in like a softer, gentler, flowing, more open way. You know, our energy just needs to flow. And we had a saying in Pilates about it's the transitions that matter between exercise to exercise, because that's where you're going to have a hiccup in life. It's not going to be like, oh yeah, I'm doing this bicep curl. I got that motion under control. It's going to be when you put the weight down, turn around and trip over the thing, you know? What? <laughs> right. So how are you going to handle yourself there? Um, and that's no diff- different than how you respond to life, you know, in any decision you're making. You got to be quick on your feet. You got to be fluid, right? You got to be able to change on a dime to react to a situation. And if we're too rigid, we can't do that. Right, right. So like you're saying right there, when it comes to responding to certain situations, uh, you have to let things flow rather than 
trying to fight them because if you're fighting them in a sense that's or control them rigid yeah fighting them controlling them that's you being rigid right but rather than and then and we talked about this too the other day so when you're when anything happens to you and let's just say it's a negative experience where it offends you and it hurts some part of you um, and your natural tendency is to uh, be rigid or fight that or control that uh, is it safe to say that that's actually what is causing those blockages those that energy is getting trapped inside of you uh, where if on the other hand you're letting things flow through you and not trying to you're letting go you're not trying to control how everything happens in your life mm -hmm. you're lowering your expectations so that you just let you're just letting things flow um, you know, that's going to lead to, you know, more happiness, less anxiety, uh, less disappointment, uh -huh. less, all, less all things negative because you're just lowering your expectations and letting things flow through you. You know, I don't know. I, I see what you're saying by lowering your expectations and I know what you mean by it. And I think just, I want to clarify it for a moment because it's not like we aren't creators that we can't create the life and the reality that we desire. Right. So Kadiwampo means to travel with purpose to an unknown destination. Nice. And it, it doesn't just have to be like in where you're going in life. It's just in general, you have a goal and maybe the goal should be held loosely because, you know, balance is not static. Balance is not rigid and hard. Balance, have you ever, if you've ever done yoga or even in the gym when you're doing something where maybe it's, uh, unilateral or just kind of one-sided mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, it's just you can't hold it perfectly still that's not balance balance has a little breeze and a little a little movement and and you're going to get hurt if you're too rigid and and you know you can't take a blow like that mm -hmm. and so i think a lot of it has to do with being more present you know too present in in life and more present in our bodies. We, we're like so up in our heads sometimes. It's like if we just could descend back down into like our bodies and allow ourselves to be in our bodies and to be human and to be physical, I think we'd all be a lot better. Very nice. Yeah, and to clarify too, um, I'm, a, I'm a very firm believer of, you know, creating your own destiny and the law of attraction and thoughts become things. Um, now, when I say expectations, it's, it's the expectations and preconceived notions that we place on stuff that we can't control, you know, stuff that's outside of us, you know, other people, other events happening in the world, like we can't control that, but yet we still have expectations of how they should or shouldn't be based on how we were raised. Or you want a desired outcome, you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if we can if we can move away from those kind of expectations, that's what I meant. We'll have we'll be we'll have more flow in our yeah. life. Things will start to flow. Things will start to happen for you rather than to you. Um, just and from things can end up so much better than you ever could have imagined if you had like like I said, loosely having a vision in mind and controlling every step to get there, you know, you might miss out on, on what the universe could have 
brought to you that you don't know? Absolutely. Um, so let's take a step back because I want to dive into some more practical stuff that people can start to implement right away. Um, mm -hmm. You talked about coming down out of the mind and starting to get more in touch with our bodies. Mm -hmm. What's the number one way that you can do that? Number one thing I come to every single time is the breath. The breath. Okay. If you just, and it's not, like, I would have to be like, you know, like, you really need to slow it down. Take, it's not just like, I don't even like when people say breathe deep, take a deep breath. I'm like, breathe deeply. Like there's something to that, that even like in the sound of breathing that provides you with more space and yeah, slow it down. You know, our body, if, if you get, if you lose your breath, which we all do, I think we're all a little out of breath all the time anyway. And then we have this handicapped of our slump chest on our, on our lungs. But, you know, then our body freaks out. It's like, wait, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Like we're suffocating. And I struggled a lot with that when I moved to Colorado because the air is very different up here. And I would always say, I feel so much, I have such anxiety here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, it's because I'm dehydrated and I can't breathe the same way. And my body's like having a physical response to it. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the number one thing you can do to center yourself is just focus on the breath, slow it down. I know a lot of us have a lot of agendas and a lot of things and our schedules are packed. And that's okay if you really love that and that's the speed that you just love going at, do it. But you can still slow down your internal uh, speed. You know, just because you're going 90 miles an hour doesn't mean you need to be thinking 90 miles an hour. Yeah. And let's, let's talk about that because we talk about um, flow versus being rigid. And if you think about it, that's pretty damn rigid because it's all connected, right? Your, your brain or your, your mind and then your brain and your heart. In your lungs. So like you say, you know, we get caught up in stuff. Our mind is racing. We have all this overstimulation going on and that creates that flight or flight, fight or flight response that you mentioned earlier. So your heart starts beating faster. When your heart starts beating faster, your rate is up. You start having shorter breaths. You start breathing shorter, more rapidly. And that whole system chain. right there. <laughs> chain of events that happens, right? Yeah, it's, it's all connected, but, it, but it's rigid too. It's, it's, right. I've never really thought of it that way until now. It's very rigid. Um, but rigid is not good for much. <laughs> I have to say, no. not good for much. No, uh, you know, we want to bend, not break, right? If, you, right? if you're rigid, you break. So let's, right. let's flow more. Uh, and it all starts with that same pattern it all starts with the mind brain heart and lungs so um you can go backwards so in that last scenario it was it was thoughts brain heart rate short breaths let's work it backwards like you're talking about let's start with the lungs 
mm-hmm. and slow and control our breaths. That's something that we can control very consciously is your breathing. Let's mm-hmm. start with that. And then uh, for those of you who haven't ever meditated, mm-hmm. what comes next? Your heart rate slows down. Mm-hmm. What comes after that? You're your mind like stops. A normal, a normal yeah. human being. <laughs> and, and your mind stops freaking racing. The anxiety goes away. And it's, you know, I like, I love the word practice versus like, I don't know what they say, like a workout or whatever. Like it's a practice because it's a practice and it's something you cultivate, you know, it's not, it's not our natural state anymore, you know, so we definitely have to work at it. And it also, not only does it clear, it it gets you cleared in your own energetic field. Like we each have our own energy. And we have our own electromagnetic field and our aura. And you go out there and ions attract and they stick and they exchange and they do all this energy stuff. And you have to go in there and observe so that you can start to change the way you're thinking so that, and this is exactly what Joseph believed, like you don't want to be at the will of your body, but even more particularly at like the automated responses that it does, Mm -hmm. you know, whether that's, you know, the fight or flight thing, it fires off in your body or whether it's like, Oh, I keep training this tight trap into my body. And now every time I move, it dictates my movement pattern. Right. And so having that time to a clear your own energy, get in touch with yourself. That's clear. You'll be able to move, make choices, operate from, a solid sense of self without any influences. And then you're also connected to source energy better. And then you get to watch how you're thinking and the thoughts that go by. And then that opens you up to start to learn it during the day to catch your thoughts, like more in the the moment. Yeah, 100%. That's something that I've talked about on previous episodes is um, for me, meditation uh, for, so first things first, it takes a lot of practice to get back to what is completely normal, which is breathing normal, which is crazy, but that's the world we live in today. Um, But it does take a lot of practice. I remember the first time I started meditating, it was actually extremely uncomfortable for me to just be sitting there and having those thoughts. And then um, the more that I did it, I started noticing the thoughts. The more that I did it, I started being able to let the thoughts go until to the point where now, you know, I'm actually in a peaceful place when I'm meditating and I wake up feeling or not wake up. I I come back. I say, come back to, uh, you know, to life or whatever. And, um, just feeling rejuvenated and, and gassed up. So, um, what was I about to say? Lost my train of thought there. Um, what were we just talking about? <laughs> that's how that's exactly how we get together <laughs> we so, go on, okay. uh so with with meditation um awareness you mentioned awareness okay that's that's what i wanted to touch on so um that's something i've talked about in the previous podcast is and the more you meditate the higher your sense of awareness becomes and it's that oh it takes that awareness to actually catch the thoughts that you're talking about. Like how Mm -hmm. you say, when you go out into the day, when you go out into the world, 
you start to notice and you start to catch those negative feelings or negative thoughts and you're able to actually redirect rather than let those negative thoughts or feelings control the rest of your day. That's not easy. That takes a lot of damn practice. Mm-hmm. Just building up the awareness to actually catch that stuff. How do you build up the awareness? Just meditate. Just focus on your breathing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a whole there's a whole episode on meditation and and some practical steps if you guys want to go back and find that one. But um so let's we talked a little bit about releasing energy. We talked a little bit about uh, clearing your mind. That's something that I have, you know, have several episodes on is for me with my anxiety, when I was having all the panic attacks, um, what I was able to simplify everything down to was, Hey, do something every day that will release all this built up energy that I have. Mm -hmm. And Hey, do something every day that will clear my mind. That way I can start fresh the next day. Um, so let's talk about that. What do you do or recommend? Um, you know, what would you recommend to a client that you're helping um, to release their energy and clear their mind? The first thing I tell people is to be compassionate to themselves. You know, I think we beat ourselves up and we think we're crazy or we're the only ones. And I think, you know, it's a natural response to the world we live in and, and that is okay. Okay. So, um, I releasing energy. I mean, I think it's a lot to do with honoring your body, you know, waking up and, and like, we need to get back in touch with, you know, we're humans. We live on earth, you know, like no matter how far we advance at this point, moment in time, that's, that's our lot in life, you know? So you can't disconnect from the earth or from your body. You you can't operate up here, right? So you've got to do the practices to to cultivate it. So yes, I I believe meditation works excellently. But in terms of releasing energy and clearing my mind, I kind of think of them as two different things, right? Releasing my energy, I mean, all right, slowing the breath is going to help you take it down a notch. You know, I think if you think about everything in terms of energy, it kind of simplifies things a little bit. So it's not so compartmentalized, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the movement though, you need to know what it is that your body needs that day. If you go, if I went for a five mile run, is that really going to be of service to my body today? You know, or is that going to be maybe a little bit more harmful to my energy levels to maybe it would tighten me up more versus, you know, maybe I need to go and do some chest opening stuff and some hip openers so that thing can, things can flow better. Right. So I How, think in that, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt you, but that's super interesting. How can you tell? How can you tell? Well, again, things like meditation, things like breathing, things like slowing down, maybe having, I think we need a decent amount of quiet time you know, to, to actually start to heal. You need silence. You got to have some moments of silence in order to hear what it is that you're trying to tell yourself. You know, your body's talking to you. And so I do a couple things. Um, meditation's one, but, you know, there's scanning the body and there's different modalities that you can do. There's, and some of them are pretty boring, you know, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 
And we like to do what we're good at. So if we're, we're good at running or we're good at pushing, you know, that tends to be what we're going to do more of. You know, if I, I was a runner. I was a gymnast. I was, you know, it wasn't like yoga came naturally to me or Pilates for that matter. Um, but I, I did start to recognize, wait a minute, I can't just... I can't just cultivate what I'm good at. I have to round out the other parts of my personality or my, my abilities. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean, you know, I'm ever going to be, you know, I'm not going to be super bendy. I'm, you know, maybe I could, I guess I shouldn't put that, you know, block on myself, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so when we'd have clients come in, you know, not only was I to look, was I looking for energy and where it was getting blocked, you know, I was looking at where they were deficient, you know, were they too anxious? Were they too high strung? Were they type A? And if they were, I was going to meet them. I needed to meet them from a place of more peace, more quiet, more, less rigidity, you know? And then if it was someone came in super sluggish, you know, maybe I'd try, you know, with honoring why they were sluggish, depends why, you know, I'm going to try to give them a little bit more energy, a little bit more zest. So I do a couple things. Um, I do this thing, well, there's foam rolling, especially for like people who go to the gym and stuff like that. That's an easy thing. Foam rolling's there, foam rollers are there. You can pick them up at pretty much any store. Um, and you can start rolling out your body and exploring where it feels tight and achy and ouchy and blah. And yeah, that's, that's not fun necessarily. Foam rollers hurt. <laughs> right. But I mean, rather out than in. Right. And so yeah, I have all kinds yeah. of different foam rollers. I have little balls. I have racket balls. I have lacrosse balls. I have neck rollers and foot rollers and, you know, waking up all of your nerves, all of your muscular connections down to your pinky toe, you know? Nice. And then I do something called joint rolling where I mean, it's it, I, not that guy I enjoy rolling. Although I am a big proponent of CBD and other. A lot of people one, probably know how to do that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yes, exactly. But that's escapism too, right? What? Can I show you something? No. Okay. So anyway, um, the with the joint rolling, I you know you go on a harder surface. It doesn't have to be an uncomfortable one, right? Like you know, carpet or a blanket. And you just kind of feel out your bones and you can roll over them and you can see where they're rolling smoothly smoothly, or where they're bumpy and the muscle tissues dense and um, adhered together. Mm -hmm. And you want to start to just smooth it out. And so anyway, I'm going to be coming out with a video for that soon um, and teaching nice. that. But yeah, that's some cool. of the ways that you can find. And it's like, wait, if you're not even feeling good enough rolling around your floor, you know, maybe it's not a good day to go hike a 14er. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So I say maybe it's you know, that, for yoga. that for level swimming. of awareness is, uh, it's not just to notice the thoughts per se. It's also to notice more of your body, which I haven't really thought of it that way. So definitely. Because your body is going to dictate your thoughts. So if you're in pain, and you're ignoring it because a lot of times people don't know how in pain they are until they start to get rid of some of it. Um, your brain reacts to that for sure. Interesting. For sure. How are we on time? Uh, I mean, we could talk for another couple hours. <laughs> uh, how about, how about 10 minutes? 
Yeah, let's go into clearing of that. Of I, I want to, before we get into clearing, I was going to ask you if you could walk us through uh, or basically teach the listeners how to do the body scan that you mentioned. Oh, yes. Um, you know, that's a definitely another cultivated practice, you know, um, just as much as controlling your thoughts. So I believe in a lot of preventative stuff, too. So before you get, you want to, you don't want to get to the place where you're already in an overly tight, super duper sore. You know, I'm sore on occasion, but other than that, you're putting more toxins in your body. You know, when you're when you when you get all tight and, and what the body releases into into your system actually becomes toxins. And so you're looking for that perfect sweet spot of efficiency, right? Why would you want to do 80% of work for something that only required 20. So I think that a lot of it's maintenance. So yeah, I do my daily med meditation. I wake up in the morning. Is it the first thing I want to do? No. But if I can do it, I know everything else is going to go more smoothly. I believe in things like smudging. It actually changes ions. So we accumulate positive ions during the day. And that stress and anger and all that stuff and things like smudging with sage or other herbs helps neutralize ions it'll bring a negative charge back to the positive and then i personally believe in salt baths oils crystals all that stuff to like detox myself for the day because i you know i don't know what i went out there and stick into me after the day you know you just kind of collect energy and you know, <laughs> i don't know i don't want everybody else's energy <laughs> So restoring to that place of like neutralness. So in the body scanning, I mean, even something is simply, haven't you ever been through like when they do guided meditation? Yep. It would sort of be like that where you're just closing your eyes and you're, you're scanning your head and your neck and your shoulders, you know, your chest is your, is your breath only up in your chest? Is it going down to your belly? Is it only in your belly? You know, is it, are, are your ribs expanding like the front of them are? Um, you know, starting to maybe feel your bones a little bit more. I think most of us are a little bit more predisposed to feeling muscles. And if we can orientate ourselves around our bones a little bit more, we'll start to realize there's a lot more going on in your body than just a bicep or a tricep or a lat or, you know, there's a, there's a lot of levels of muscles, connective tissue, fascia, um, you know, nervous system stuff that you can, you can roll out. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I asked you about the body scan because it's something that I used to do when I first learned how to meditate. I forget which guided meditation it was or whatever, but uh, it talked about the body scan and it literally is, you know, is starting with controlling your breathing and then pretending like you have that laser, like in you, like you see in the movies, just a laser starting at the tip top of your head and noticing, you know, being the witness of yourself, not the judge. If you notice any tightness, any pain, any sort of, um, you know, uncomfortable, within your body 
don't do anything about it. Just notice it. Mm -hmm. uh, but then once by the time you get to your feet and then all the way back up, maybe you do start to know what kind of exercise or stretching uh, or physical release that your body actually needs to, uh, like you said, release those toxins and just kind of get back to that state of flow where you're not right. so rigid. Yeah. So yeah. And then it's, you know, I think some people need um, more and some people need less, you know, and I think that's for you to judge on any given day. Like some people, you know, moving isn't, isn't as natural to them and it's harder for them to get the umph to go. Right. And there's others of us, myself that, you know, I'd rather go, go, go and just ignore. And it's like, we can't, you know, I think the society in some ways has taught us to that it's better to ignore, to push past the physical limits. And I'm, I just think to myself, what, what? That makes no sense. Like <laughs> we're one with our body. Why are we going to make it an enemy? Hmm. And so ignoring it, acknowledging it, but not being Oh, that's a very different than being a wimp or being lazy. I mean, I don't, I think I believe, I know I believe in like mind over matter and beliefs, but there's a level of respect that we have to have for the physical body because you can push past it. You can, oh, I can, you know, but is it really what's best for me? Is it really what's going to give me the longevity of, of health and movement, you know, because it's, when I wasn't able to move when I was 24, I mean, I could barely walk. I couldn't even sweep my floors. I was like, man, I wanted to be running when I was 90. But I was like, I just want to be moving when I'm 80. Because that would be really miserable, you know? Like, if you can't, you get to 80 and all you've done is push and you are you can't move, what, what was it all for? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm definitely doing some yoga tomorrow. Love it. Love it. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> I will. Don't yeah. overdo it. Don't overdo it. <laughs> Just got back from the gym earlier and talking about all like the biceps and the muscles. And I mean, I literally push myself really hard, uh, but it is all about balance. If you push yourself too hard physically, your body's going to let you know about it in the form of strains or tears or pulls or breaks or whatever so um i definitely agree with you but there is some balance there um so let's um let's come to an end here last thing from you and i really appreciate you sharing your knowledge with us but for someone that's going through daily anxiety and you know having a lot of panic attacks and just really going through it are you going in here what would you recommend to them? Well, first, I would recommend, A, you're okay. You're okay. You're, you know, you're not alone. And the level of acceptance is in order, you know, that stop blaming yourself. Stop telling yourself something's wrong with you. You know, you're like an idiot because you can't get it under control or whatever. And I think having that compassion, starting to foster self-love, fostering self-trust, you know, trust in yourself, in your ability. I always boil it back down to nature. You know, our instincts, you know, survival of the fittest. It's not just like 
survival of the fittest. You go, go, go and till the end. Survival of the fittest was, you know, oh, I got to go get my, I got to go get my, my meat. I got to go <laughs> gather whatever. And then you come back and then there's like, then there's life. You know what I mean? It's not go, go, go. You weren't hunting nonstop, you know? So start to look at, at natural instincts, reflexes, a little bit more compassionately and find some practices, even if it's five minutes, find something that works in your life. You know, I meditate in my bed when I wake up in the morning because, you know, I, that's the only way it's going to get done, you know? So don't be too rigid. Don't be like, oh, I need to, because I need to control my energy. I need to go work out and do this on Monday and this on Tuesday and this on Wednesday and this on Friday. Well, you know, you might not wake up that day and feel like that's what's going to serve you, you know? So I think more flexibility, more compassion, more go with the flow. It's always about more go with the flow, I think. I love it. I love it. Well, you heard it here, guys. Go with the flow. Find that balance and quit being so damn rigid. Um, so yes. where can where can they hear more from you? Where they where can they get in touch with you, et cetera? Yeah, so um Kadiwampolove.com is in the making. It's almost finished. But uh you can follow me on Instagram, Kadiwample, C-O-D-D-I-W-O-M-P-L-E Love. L-O-V-E, in case you don't know how to spell love. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Hey, it's worth spelling anyways. Um, but wow, I really appreciate you being on here. Like I said, guys, you know, I was really blessed. Honestly, just going with the flow of life is how this the whole thing even happened because we didn't meet each other in person. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know how we got in touch. I don't remember. Did I reach out to you? Yeah, but I feel like it was just like the universe brought us together and that's the thing. If you can get out of your own way, I think you'd really be surprised at, at what, what the universe, what you attract, what you attract and that you don't have to force it. You don't have to force it. Power versus force, right? Absolutely. And, and so we were brought together just, you know, we attracted each other and found each other and it was, it was a blessing. Yep. Power is flow. Force is rigid. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, guys, Thank you so much for listening. If you know somebody who needs to stop being so damn rigid and get some more flow and more balance in their life, send this to them. Please share it with them. I guarantee it'll help them out. Please leave a five-star review or rating. That way we can reach more people who are going through it and need uh, the help of people like Reagan. So thank you guys. Hope you are having an awesome week. And don't forget, fuck anxiety.